Welcome back to Breaking Up with Michaela Simuntry. That's me, your host, and this is the podcast where we talk about breaking up, relationship advice, dating stories, and personal stories about some of the worst breakups, most embarrassing, or cringiest breakups of all time. So thank you for joining us today, and let's get started. All right, welcome to this week's episode of Breaking Up with Michaela Simuntry. That's me, and I'm really excited about this week's episode because, like I mentioned last week, this is a guest episode. So here with me, I have my friend Crystal. Say hey. Hi. Now, I'm really excited to talk to you today, Crystal, because even though we met years ago, I feel like we haven't really chatted in depth about some major topics that we'll get into today. But I'm really happy that you're here. Uh, Do you want to do like a quick introduction to the listeners? Yeah, I'm so excited. First of all, thank you for having me on your podcast. This is awesome. Um, So hi, everyone. I'm Crystal. Um, You can find me on YouTube, Instagram, um, at I'm Crystal Smith. And um, I'm really excited to be here. I met Michaela at VidCon when I was literally 16. Now I'm 19. (laughs) And I feel like that was a whole world ago. So just thank you so it much really for having was. me on here. It's awesome. Yeah, of course. No, literally when we met, you were like a child. I was a child and my parents came with me to VidCon and everything. Yes. Yeah, it was so crazy because I don't know if we haven't. Well, let's share how we met, I guess, because it was at VidCon, like you mentioned. And oh this was yes. 2017? Yes, yeah. Right? Yep. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so and... to set the stage, it was what? By the fountain? The classic VidCon fountain one night? I'm pretty yes. sure. It was like, it was the Truth or Dare video. It was the Truth or Dare video. Um, oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I was, what was I doing? I was standing... And I had just met this girl who was on some Lifetime reality TV show. And I was talking to her, like, you know, trying to get in there with that friendship or whatever. (laughs) And then, um, like, someone you were, like, with um, approached her and I, I guess, for a video that he was filming. Yeah. And then it just, you were there. (laughs) Well, I remember because we were recording a Truth or Dare video and we needed to kind of like pick people off the sidewalk to play with us. And you were picked. (laughs) And do you remember the question that they asked you to answer? Because did you pick Truth? Yes, I picked Truth because I was not trying to do anything weird. And they asked me. Good choice. um, (laughs) They were like, I don't remember if it was, like, are you a virgin or if it was, like, when's something about sex. And I (laughs) was, like, yeah, "Yeah, something dirty. And I was, like, "Um, I think I, okay, either said, like, I'm 16 or I said something, like, I definitely said, like, I'm a Christian. Yes. Um, (laughs) And that's how I, like, yes. I said, I definitely remember saying something about maybe my age. And then I said, I'm a Christian. So, yes. (laughs) What's crazy is I'm pretty sure pieces of this video like exist out there in some unlisted video that I've like saved because we watched it recently or we watched part of it. But 
I remember not realizing how young you were because at the time I was 22. So that's a pretty big age gap. And I think most of the people I was with were a little bit older too, which is why that question, as soon as you said like, oh, I'm 16 or something, it was like, oh, wrong question. Should not have asked that. <laughs> it was it was a good time. I'm usually the youngest whenever I like mm-hmm. hang out with people, I will say. Yeah, I'm usually the oldest, so it works out. But yeah, that's essentially how we met. And then we kind of just hung out that night, classic VidCon, like concert, fountain. I feel like that's, those are the places I remember seeing you. And probably when we started talking, because like we were both there at the Truth or Dare video, but I don't think I really said much to you until later. Yeah, it was randomly like... Oh my gosh, when I used to go to VidCon, I would leech onto groups like nobody's business. (laughs) And so I pretty much just like wanted to, I was like, I'm going to be in this group. And then we went to the Marriott and the Starbucks. And I think that's when we started chatting. We all just kind of sat there for a while. That actually came up on my my Snapchat memories um, in June. And I was like, whoa, this was the day. I'll have to send it to you. Please do. Oh my gosh. And I remember you were performing at VidCon that year on stage for the first time ever. And we were so excited to know someone that was going to perform. Like we could not wait to support you. We were like, yes, we're going to be there. Can't wait. And you were so good. I still have that in my old VidCon blog. She's like literally cringing right now on Zoom. But girl, you sounded amazing. Okay, well, um, thank you. Thank you so much. I practiced, I practiced and rehearsed for that forever. And I was so nervous. And I don't know how I did it. Because if you try to get me to do that today, probably wouldn't. Um, but 16 <laughs> year old Crystal is on something. She was she was killing it. Yeah, I mean, no kidding. Teenagers have so much confidence. So that's pretty intense. Plus, you did like a mashup too. It was pretty good. It was um, Frank Ocean and something else, right? It was, yeah, it was, I only really just try to clear the memory, but it was, it was something vibe. <laughs> Lock it out, like, yeah. Some, mm, I wish I could tell you. I really don't. <laughs> I did do, I did do a ukulele, like I know I did a mashup and then I did um, Soul Sister on the ukulele. I remember that part because that part was yeah. better. Well, it was all great, but it was super cool. And I remember I felt like a little groupie in like the first row with my VidCon friends cheering you on and then hugging you after you came down being like, yeah, we know the performer. She's our friend. (laughs) Wow. I love that for me. Groupies at 16. We really took a downward spiral. (laughs) I did. I really did. No. Not at all. If anything, you haven't even peaked yet. We're all climbing to the top still. Here's the climb. Oh my God. Feels. I recently watched that film on Monday. Why? It was sad. I cried. It wasn't sad. Wait. Yes, it was. I mean, in a weird, like I'm drinking wine. Hannah Montana. No. Yeah. There are some moments in there, okay? Like, when they talk about her mom and the necklace that she gets from her deceased mother. (laughs) That was sad. Or, um... I'll have to rewatch. I'll have to rewatch. What's the the country boy's name that she's, like, sort of... Travis! Yes, Travis. Um, 
that was sad when he like saw that she was Hannah and then stopped talking to her. I don't know why I was emotional this day, but it was a really sad movie. <laughs> I think Travis should have been brought onto the TV show, but whatever. But whatever. He should have like visited her or something. Yeah, it's so weird because the two worlds did not align. Like the plot lines made no sense. It's because it was a theater movie. I went to go see that movie in theaters. Me too. Hannah Montana, that was my that was that was that was my thing. Yeah. That was great. What a time to be alive. But um, yeah, so we met at VidCon in 2017. And then we hung out. I basically leached on to you and your group in 2018 at VidCon. Full circle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yeah, we just kept up since then. I feel like we both have grown up a ton. Like now you're in college, you go to Berkeley, you're killing it, girl. And we're both still, you know, kicking it on YouTube and just being the content creator queens that we're trying to be. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, you're like killing it. My OnlyFans queen. Oh, thank love you. It. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Who knew? That's That would be my, like, ticket onward. <laughs> That's what it took. You're a star. Just kidding. I literally, guys, I hadn't talked to her in a, in a minute. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to watch, like, this video. And then I was like hold the phone let me text this girl and then we've rekindled in quarantine <laughs> love that yes we did yes rekindled in quarantine i like that <laughs> thank you well let's see since this is like a dating podcast and i talk about love lives and all of that jazz i'm gonna start off with um kind of like current news Do you, what's the current status of your love life crystal oh oh, oh, oh. the current status <laughs> of my love life okay so um guys it's corona season so i will actually be living at home in the fall and i have been living at home with my parents um since march so you know I'm not really a texter and I'm not really a, like a, just, you know, just to talk, just to talk or like flirt, just to flirt kind of gal. So mm -hmm. if no one's really out there, like putting in their best effort to FaceTime me, to hold a conversation, they really just didn't have a chance once I was living at home. And so I'm pretty single. There are a few boys I I Snapchat consistently or I text and like flirt with when I'm in the mood, but they've been boys that have been like in and out of my life yeah. my entire life. So other than that, no, because I mean, pretty much when I moved home, that was like a, like a very sharp cutoff of what I was doing at college. So it's pretty boring. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> well I'm just kidding my love life is kind of similar except kind of complicated because I'm um I've also rekindled something during quarantine <laughs> I know I have you on snapchat yeah so I'm like not really dating someone but we're not not together it's there are no defining borders right now because I don't want to be in a relationship, but I also have feelings and it's 
it's complicated, but we're working through it, I guess. And we're not trying to rush anything. So we're taking it one day at a time. And then I have a lot of like big questions basically right now that I have been like quizzing him about constantly. So we have a lot to work through, but if it works out, it's going to work out. What are the questions for? Um, I just don't want our relationship to kind of be what it was in the past. And we both weren't really that happy. Like there were a lot of issues kind of underneath. And even though he's saying things now, like I promise to do this or to be like this now, it's hard to believe him after being together for like a year and a half. So I'm, this is really the time to see if he's holding on to these promises, if there is a change to see how I feel about it. And um, yeah, there's just a lot that he has like changed his mind about recently where I want to believe him because it would help, but it's hard to believe him when there's such major beliefs and views that you can't really just switch on and off. So it's kind of just testing the waters at this point to see if we're going to work out. Right. Wait, how long have you guys been apart? Like not dating? Yeah. Like how long, like when Um, did you break up? Like literally the day of quarantine, like March 13th, I'm pretty sure. That would be the day. That is the day I moved out of college. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Because I texted him being like, I miss you. And then he was like, do you really? And we proceeded to break up that night. (laughs) Why are men like this? Yeah. Do you really? (laughs) No. I know, right? (laughs) Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, and then it just kind of went downhill from there. But this is landlord man. Do they know that? Yes, this is Landlord Man. <laughs> I haven't, like, officially... I don't know. I haven't, like, officially said that on here. It's always kind of been, like, my ex or someone that I used to talk to. Yeah, that's always, like... But, we did not yeah. preface... You asked me what I don't want to talk about, but I no. was, like, well... Th- we're also... We also haven't chatted in a while, everyone, so this is also a genuine catch-up. Uh, so... Yep. Feel free to edit or whatever. <laughs> No, I'm not going to edit this. I'm totally chill talking about it. Um, It's just weird to, like, say it when I'm filming by myself to be, like, the landlord. But I'm glad you're here to, like, push me out of my shell. (laughs) Uh, That's what I've been doing lately. That's what I've been told that I do. Amazing. (laughs) Thank you. But, yeah, so it was March 31st where we kind of stopped talking and then – not gonna lie, and I haven't really said this publicly, but um, he had been like trying to get back together, like literally a week after until June. And I was very angry at him and stubborn and didn't like the way he broke up with me over text and just like knew all of these things that were wrong in our relationship. So I was like, no, like, we're not going to get back together. No way. And then it always happens like this. But I finally asked for all my things back. And as soon as he brought over the last of my things and there was that like final closure and he left, something in my stomach just like flipped. It didn't feel right. (laughs) And I just, it felt like it shouldn't have happened. I don't like this. (laughs) So then we started talking again. Um, Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it, but I also can't help how I feel at the same time. And I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, I will just say I have only had one official boyfriend. And then, you know, like I had my middle school tester boyfriend. I really don't count him. Sorry, Matthew, if you're listening. (laughs) 
sorry, bud. Um, <laughs> and then I had like whatever, whatever college was. Mm-hmm. But with my one and only boyfriend, this man, we like he broke up with me, and then we got back together, and then. He, like, wanted to be my best friend, and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I can't do this. And then uh, he got mad at me. And then in college, he was like, oh, I really miss you, or blah, blah, And I was like, third time is just not a charm. Uh-uh. Um, so I am a very big advocate for a <laughs> you lose it and you don't get it back. But, I mean, whatever makes you happy, Michaela. <laughs> Okay, well, I totally thought I was the same way because I was like, I'm done giving you chances. Like, you've broken up with me so many times. Like, this is it. Leave, stop. And then as soon as he stopped, I was like, oh, wait, no, I think I actually like you still, like, underneath all this anger. And I cannot get it out of, like, my heart or my head. So that's why we're not, like, back together because I I feel the same way and I don't want to be, like, that girl or have, like, us break up in a few months and then go through this again. So... I'm trying really hard to like go slow and like not get back together, but kind of test out the waters and see what it might be like. I don't know, but I hear you definitely. Okay, good. As long as you hear me, then yes. I approve. <laughs> well, thanks. Um, I love how you referred to your middle school boyfriend as your tester boyfriend. Cause oh, <laughs> we've all had those. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, I just, you know, like, 14 is just so young, um, and it's, like, you can't drive, <laughs> it's yeah. just, it's just, like, my test or boyfriend, like, I saw him at school, um, yeah, yep. <laughs> was he your first kiss? Yes, he was my first kiss, Valentine's Day, 2024. 20- 15 oh. oh I know the like only valentine's day I've ever spent with a boy <laughs> on at an ice skating rink like oh, oh my god my, I, young crystal let me just say thriving queen that's thriving like, queen that's like a teen rom-com right there I know I was <laughs> I was I was thrilled I mean low-key did I like plan that and make that happen yes <laughs> But, yes. oops. Sometimes, yeah, you got to do what you got to do sometimes to give them that hint. Oh, for sure. Yes. Take take control of your your life. Be the main character. Mm -hmm. Be the main character. (laughs) Yes. Um, You also mentioned college boys and, like, whatever that means. Girl, give me the tea. What is college like for you? Because you just finished your first year during a pandemic. Fill us in. How was it? Um, College was cool. So it's really not like in terms of, well, here, I'll start with, sorry, I joined a sorority. So that was unplanned. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I've been told that I'm just very like, very sorority girl. Um, So I, you know, I lived my best life and I had fun, but. Um, as far as boys go, I have never given a frat boy, like, the time of day, nor have they ever asked for it, so I think, like, vibes, vibes checks, vibe checks just not passed mutually, so actually, I guess, I only have, like, one, like, dude in my life for the most part, um, except for, like, a few times that I 
strayed or that he strayed Mm -hmm. um but we actually we lived next door to each other which I don't recommend and they told me like everyone told me from the beginning they're like don't do that Mm -hmm. and I was like yeah but like I'm different and he's different (laughs) honey you're not so yeah that was I mean like he wasn't my boyfriend we weren't see okay I feel like dating and being like boyfriend girlfriend is not the same thing so I guess we were kind of dating like we'd go on dates um we'd hang out or whatever but he wasn't my boyfriend um and we were never on like the same page as to what we wanted or whatever um and he was from a different country so he actually like he claimed he was single in America but Uh I'm pretty sure like homegirl (laughs) there was still holding on and now like with the pandemic and everything like he's back there um he blocked me so hopefully he doesn't ever hear this because I'm I can already hear the like why are you talking about me why are you talking about me to an entire internet well guess what you removed me from your space of the internet so you shouldn't even know anyway Mm -hmm. um or you don't care to know anyway so you'll be fine um but yeah so that happened and I was like so sad about it but all of my friends and I had taken bets actually on how long oh. we were gonna last pre like like <laughs> January. Everyone in January, like so pre like we're gonna get sent home. So everyone thought it was gonna be sometime in February. Somebody thought it was gonna be spring break, and someone thought we were gonna like go all the way to summer and then like never talk to each other again. So the people who said spring break and end of the year kind of won. There was no like money. It was just like <laughs> let's just see who wins type of thing oh yeah and even I placed like a date and I did not like my date was wrong (laughs) because I just couldn't let go yeah no he's actually great though like I would be his friend I actually love the way he talked to my friends and I think just like we had a weird relationship like as a person like straight chilling straight chilling yeah okay do you find it difficult to like meet guys in college because you're not on the same page or are you even looking for a relationship or are you just like having fun okay so I feel like I'm always low-key looking for a relationship as in I really don't want to go on dates like I've been asked out randomly a few times and I I either I need to work on just like being more open to more people or I don't really know, but I just, if I don't feel like we have good foundation, then you're not really going to get my time. I'm a very friends first kind of person. So if we're not like, like if you meet me at a party, there was one guy I met at a party and we chatted for a little bit and I didn't enjoy our chat. And so like he asked me to get food and like, we didn't, we did not get food. Um, and I'd only ever seen him at parties like after that. And it was just weird. Um, but then there's another guy that I met at a party and we'd see each other in passing and we would just chat like about random things and nothing was like forced. And then he was like, Hey, like, do you want to hang out sometime? And that was like, I like, I went for that. Like we went to Chipotle. Yeah. It was cool. Um, Aww. so I feel like if you, you just gotta, you gotta play your cards right with me. I don't think it's hard to meet boys, no, to answer your question. I think, like, I just don't want to. (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, that's completely fine. I mean, I remember when I was in college, not specifically like at the University of Minnesota, but when I went to this tiny liberal arts school in Ohio, um, none of the guys seemed to really be interested in relationships because especially freshman and sophomore year, which is when I was there, everyone was kind of like, oh, but we're in college now. Like, I don't want to be dating anybody. Like, we're having fun. No strings attached type of, like, energy. And I was not, like, looking for that at that time. So it was super frustrating to me that all these guys literally, like, did not care at all. Um, And then I kind of skipped college boys. And I just just changed my settings on Tinder and Bumble to, like, 22 and older. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love that for you. See, my thing is... Older men, I do, I don't know, like, in my head, I'm still so young. I think once I pass the 21 age and, like, we can go, like, get a drink and it's not, yeah. like, weird. Um, I feel like, you know, I feel like 19 is still 19. Oh, my God. Girl. Um, so maybe, like, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, maybe in a little bit. Like, I definitely, like, see myself with somebody older. But I, what was I going to say? Yeah, I forgot. oh I remember it was something like when you were saying um boys and they like never like on the same page they never want yeah um I I feel that hardcore oh so in high school I had a lot of guy friends um and I was even friends with my boyfriend in high school before like he was my boyfriend Mm -hmm. and I would just hear the way they talked about girls Mm. and you know hate to break it to like all the future men in my life but my guy friends I love them they're still my best friends but they ruined it for y'all like I do not trust like I don't want to hang out with you I don't want to give you I don't want to like I don't want to go into a room with you like I I'm you're just gonna talk about me and I'm self-conscious already so I'm just gonna protect myself and not deal with that like you can prove your character to me character to me before I give you like serious energy that's a good point. That's, all I'm saying. That's really good. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you still have like hometown boy- like guy friends? Oh my gosh. So since I moved back to my childhood home, mm-hmm. and yes, everyone, in case you didn't notice, I am that girl who has been waiting to bust out of the small <laughs> town um her whole life and I got dragged Aww. back here because of a pandemic so if you guys could please just wear <laughs> your masks um yeah so like I have two like people three I have two that I talk to more consistently than the third but like you know when you have those best friends or those people in your life that will always just be in your life and if you ever needed anything like you know you could call them so I have one of those guys, love him, but he's going back to college, so must be nice. And then I have two friends who were basically my ride or dies in high school, and they still are. We just don't talk as much because I'm busy and annoying. But um, like when I do talk to them, it's like nothing's changed, and they're both killing it in life. So I'm so proud of them. Um, so I have, I have like three boys that I talk to, and there's a fourth that I care about, but that's a... That's a yeah. friendship conversation <laughs> for another episode. Got but it. yes, there's a fourth that I still care about. And if he ever really needed anything, like I would be there, but I would not call him if I needed something. That makes sense. I feel that. So yeah. Um, so you mentioned that you only had like kind of like one boyfriend, correct? 
Yeah, I only had one boyfriend. It was only six months. Like it was, it was three, and then a break, and then three. So I'm a child when it comes to dating. It's okay. I mean, I sometimes Which forget like how young. Not to say you're young in that ter- like phrase, but I'm young. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I forget that you're only 19 still because when I was 19, I hadn't had a boyfriend. Girl, I was still a virgin at 19. So yes, it's queen. like my girl. Crazy to- yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I was going to ask, did you get your heart broken by this boy? Michaela. I <laughs> experienced heartbreak like nobody's business, and he broke it twice. Like, let me tell oh, you. No. Let me tell you. It was like he it was like the world was against me. For anyone who has not had teen heartbreak. I would, I was, like, crying while driving. If you haven't cried while driving, like, let me tell you, you ain't have had had the heartbreak. Now, it was, like, I would turn on the radio, and it would be, like, his favorite artist. I would change the station, and it would be, like, our song. I was, like, this is the worst thing ever. It was, like, cry yourself to sleep, call your best friend, and literally just, like, breathe, sob on the phone. It was, like, see him in class and just die a little bit but you know I really do feel like (laughs) the fact that I experienced that because you really don't know it until you go through it like you can hear all the sad songs you can watch all the movies you can like but you just don't get it until you go through it at least for me yeah maybe I'm just an emotion like a very emotional person but you know I'm also that like can I cuss on here (laughs) yes please (laughs) Oh, yes. Like, I'm that bitch who's literally like, but it was a privilege to get heartbroken by you. But it really was, okay? It built me up as a person. And I will say, as much as the the college boy hurt, you know, it was not that, like, rock bottom, first heartbreak, I love him so much type of thing. It was like, why can't he just want me? Like, you know, it just was not this. Yeah. But what about you? I want to hear, I want to hear your, your, like, not your entire heartbreak story, because I think I've heard that, but like a little something. You're making this interview <laughs> and you were supposed to have a conversation. Oh, you're right. Well, <laughs> I totally relate with like the whole first heartbreak hurts the most, and you don't really expect it to ache as much as like the word itself sounds. And I remember when it first happened, I was like, oh, I get it now. Because in high school, like I had a best friend who had a lot more guy experience early on than I did. And she was a mess, like for two years of our friendship, just like crying nonstop. And I had, I had empathy, but like, I really didn't get it, you know, where I was like, just get over it. Or like, he's just a boy, like don't text him back. But she was a hot mess over this boy that just destroyed her. And I remember texting her like two or three years later when it happened to me being like, girl, I get it now. Like I'm crying over a boy too. (laughs) Yeah. And it hurts and it's so hard. And that like fact that songs in the car can bring back so many memories. Like I have a sad playlist of all these stupid breakup songs just to sob to. Um, But the first heartbreak, I feel like I have it in pieces almost. I have like my, I had like a high school heartbreak of a guy, like my first person that I kind of fell for and this 
idea of young love. I have like that heartbreak. I have like my first serious relationship heartbreak. I have like the the boy that was never mine type of heartbreak. And so I just have all these like little collectively like pieces of heartbreak that hurt in different ways. But they hurt differently. Yeah, they hit differently. Mm -hmm. They really do. And like you said, like, I think we've heard like my heartbreak stories on this podcast and YouTube a lot. But it's I think the hardest part for me is the most serious relationship, like having that heartbreak, because it, it kind of never ends. Like there are still moments today where like, I'll see 1111 on my phone twice a day. And that was our anniversary. And it like, there's a piece in me that kind of just like, like, twinge like twitches a little bit or something because it's like ooh, like when I used to see 11 11 it used to feel so different or like I don't know just like kids names and anniversaries there's there's things that even when the relationship yeah. is over still exist yeah so yeah I don't know if that answers your question but <laughs> oh yeah it does well at least you don't share a best friend with your ex or I hope you don't oh, uh but that's so it's so funny because I have this best friend like she has been in and out of my life since freshman year of high school and her and my ex have been best friends since like birth like since like preschool so like they, they, that friendship is like that friendship and yeah. we had just ended up going to the same college and now we like FaceTime every day and we just really click and I knew we clicked as people freshman year but just high school drama like kept us apart and like friends and like different priorities and just things like that so kind of being like in a different space together really like helped our friendship grow and I really don't have anything against him now like we're chill I've even added him back on like a few social medias um but it's still weird we still haven't been in the same the last time we're in the same room at her house I didn't say a single word because I didn't know he was going to be there. And so I literally just was so thrown off. I was like, what the heck? So I didn't say a single word and it was just awkward. Um, and then, yeah, it's like she will like post on her story or something and I'll see him. And I was just like, oh, like not sad per se and not even like anxious. It's just like a weird like, oh, well, I loved you once. That's so weird. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if you like pop music or like Katy Perry, but have you heard her song? Oh God, what is it? Small Talk or something where it's like, we used to, we went from Small Talk. I think that's what it's called. But basically the lyric, if I can remember correctly, is like, we went from strangers to lovers to strangers. And now we like talk about the weather and it's like seeing someone that you like used to see naked. I definitely know that lyric. Yeah, I bet you heard it. But I like Yeah. Yeah. Well, that just like reminded me of it, your experience. And that's kind of why with Tyler or oops, whatever the internet has heard his name with the landlord. <laughs> um, he, um, he's the first quote unquote, like, uh, I know there are so many memes about it. <laughs> so many signs. Um, I loved a boy named Tyler once. Like we never like were a thing, but I loved a boy named Tyler once. So I get that. Yeah. See, it's tough. But um, he's the first, I guess, ex in my life where I would have to still have a platonic like relationship with because he's my landlord. So we have to be on good terms. 
And so I sort of get what you're saying about sharing a friend or like still seeing him at hangouts because I could be, oh my God, there are so many times where I like left my building during quarantine after we broke up and he would be like pulling weeds, like mowing the lawn outside. And I like didn't know what to do. There was this one day where I tried to go on a walk and he was in the back and I like opened the door, saw him, shut the door, went back inside, paced around a little bit in the hallway trying to decide like what to do. And then I went to the front door to like make my escape and he was out in front, like spraying the weeds. So I was like, I'm literally trapped, but (laughs) I don't want to like constantly be on terms like that with him. I know. So uh, I think that's another reason why like I want to be on better terms with him because we still have to talk to each other and see each other. And I don't know. It's just, I'd rather like... I mean, there's a difference between being on good terms and, like, (laughs) dating, Michaela. That is not I know. It's hard. It's hard, like, not – he's, like, still mine in my head, so it's, like, hard to accept that he's not. (laughs) Ma'am? Doesn't he get you flowers and stuff? Yeah, like, every single weekend. (laughs) Do you ever get him flowers? I could. I've actually asked him a few times if he'd want some, but yeah, maybe I will. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying, I don't know. We, this man's, I don't know, man. You're like, you're like Michaela Simonchi, like star. And he's like Tyler. And so like, he's getting you flowers and you're like, he's mine. But like, does it need to end? But we like flowers. Or should you be getting him flowers? You might be onto something. It's hard to tell because, like, my love language is totally gifts. Like, if somebody gets me something, I'm like, wow, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. I'm glad you understand. Just so the internet knows if you're attracted to my voice or whatever. Gifts. (laughs) Gifts. (laughs) Yeah, same. That's so bad. Exactly. But it, it's my sister's it's love so language, funny. too. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but, like, that's just, like, the kind of people we are. Oh, I wonder if it's genetic. I've never thought about that before. Is that – I definitely – I mean, it probably is more nurture over nature just because, like, mm. could it be genetic? Right. Like, I feel like that's, like, you learn to love, right? Yeah, you bring up good points. So maybe you had similar upbringing. So your parents probably got you bomb gifts, and now you just know that gifts mean you love someone. (laughs) Well, my dad, my dad is very like a gifts person to my mom. Mm -hmm. Um, like cars and jewelry, and so like he really is not like a. Or, like, he always got flowers. He was the kind of guy that would get flowers, like, a week before Valentine's Day and then be like, well, they're Aww. not. They're, like, they're still on sale. And she gets them, like, the whole week. And I'm like, no, you just did it because they weren't $60. But <laughs> he, he yeah. was a smart man, smart man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In case you didn't know, this podcast officially has merch. If you like the Breaking Up podcast logo, then you'll love the hoodies, t-shirts, 
phone cases, mugs, socks, like you name it, that we have available for purchase. I felt super inspired by my creation of the logo with the hand squeezing the heart that I wanted to make some collections of merchandise, so definitely check it out. I tried really hard to design something for everyone, so there are a lot of options, colors, sizes, styles. We have pastels. We have an After Dark collection of just all black with white text and logo for more of a minimalistic or emo vibe, which I love. Some have the logo printed small and subtle and other pieces have it in the middle. I just really tried to find something that anyone and everyone could enjoy. Definitely check it out and see for yourself. You can shop the Breaking Up merchandise at teespring.com store slash Michaela dash or I know it's a lot easier to just click a link, so that will be in the podcast description as well. You can also find it on my YouTube channel as well, and even on the podcast's Instagram at breakingup underscore podcast in the description of that account. I have a coupon code for you listeners too, so if you use the code BREAKINGUP in all caps, you'll receive 15% off of your total purchase. This is another great way to show your support of the podcast. Even if you just give it a glance, I'd really appreciate it, so go check out my merch. This podcast wouldn't be made possible without listeners like you. And if you want to get more involved to help support the show, you can go to anchor.fm slash Michaela Simuntry and click the support button. It only takes a couple seconds, but your donation can really help sustain the future of this podcast. So if you want to support the show and get more involved, consider becoming a listener supporter today. Wait, what are, what's your star chart sign thing? Yeah, so I'm, my sun is a Gemini, and then I'm rising Aquarius, and my moon is Aquarius as well. Okay, so it can't be that, because, oh my gosh, (laughs) you remember when we, we stayed up until, it was like so late, and I made you guess my star signs or whatever, I, it was like three in the morning my time. It was fun, because I literally listed like all of your traits, and was like, okay, so you can't be this, you could be this. And then you told me I listed it already, but I listed like three or four signs. So I was like, oh no, which one was it? But I figured it out. That was fun. I liked it. It really bothers me that I'm not a Leo. Like, wait, is your moon the one that's your truest self? I think it's like your inner self, like how you, honestly, I forget. I like have to Google it all the time. Like the difference between what rising and moon means. So I think sun is how other people see no, you. Rising moon is, is like, I thought, okay. Well, rising is like your first impressions. I okay, I should just look this up right now for accuracy because I don't want to say the wrong thing. We're going to get attacked. Um, They're going to be for you. They're going to be like, ma'am, wrong. And they're going to get roasted. Okay, so <laughs> it could happen. And I feel like I talk so much about zodiac signs. I don't want to like say something wrong but um the sun represents the core of yourself the moon represents your inner self and then your rising sign is the representation of your outer self so like how we show ourselves to the world i could work for me i could see that well what's the difference between your core and your inner Ooh, so i think Mm -hmm. that would be like Maybe, like, moon as your inner self is more so, like, how you come across to yourself, like, when you're by yourself and, like, just, like, not trying to show off or impress or 
put on a show for somebody else whereas you're oh god that is like a weird phrasing now that you say that let me look at a different definition well i'm a leo i'm a leo moon and i everyone's like are you a leo and i'm like a leo moon baby yes but then the aquarius side of me she's cool don't get me wrong, but I feel like you have yeah. to talk to me in a certain mood to unlock the Aquarius side mm-hmm. crystal. Well, Aquariuses are so, like, shut off, like, don't want to show emotions, like, would rather just, like, deflect and, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I get that. And I'm double Aquarius, so it's weird because my Gemini side is all, like, this versus that, like, bipolar, hot and cold. And then if you get me at the wrong time, I, like, have my back to you and I'm, like, nothing's wrong I'm not gonna talk to you it's fine I'm fine it's fine I'm fine mood okay okay like nothing's wrong okay so this one article says that the sun is like our ego whereas the moon is our darker emotional side of our personality okay so like I I, I identify with both yeah, I think I do too. And that makes sense. Whereas your rising sign, they say, well, this is like a lot. Um, it's like the quote unquote, you that you consciously present to the world. So it's like what you try to put out there, I guess the filter through which you put yourself through every day, the style you adopt the friends you identify with, and so on. Wait, so what's your rising? Your is rising? That your Leo? Sorry, if you. Yeah. Oh, Okay, so I'm an Aquarius sun, a Leo moon, and an Aries rising. And, okay, as I said that, I'm really scared that if one day this gets out because I'm going to be famous, that's going to turn into the um, (laughs) Addison Rae. She's a bad bleep. It's going to be, I'm a Leo moon. (laughs) Oh, so bad. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so funny. Oh, well, make me famous. I'll make my It's okay do it girl you were I thought you were so like top shit basically at 16 at VidCon not gonna lie you had a thriving no top shit like I just don't have the number okay you... <laughs> <laughs> wait at the time I think your channel was like a lot bigger than mine you had these try and hauls that were just skyrocketing with the views and you were so young and you had all your ish together so it was really impressive <laughs> Thank you. Yes, like I like I said at the beginning of this podcast, Young Crystal, guys, Young Crystal was a thriving queen. Mm-hmm. Let's find what was up. But you still are. Yeah, I don't want this to come across like that. But <laughs> they're gonna be like, she's washed up. What is this podcast? <laughs> I'm not washed up. I'm just nineteen. <laughs> I'm just nineteen. Um, should we get into? <laughs> Uh, some other, okay, what was I going to say? Because you're not washed up. You're actually coming out with some new projects soon. Do you want to get into that? Oh, sure. Everybody get your notebooks out. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> this summer has been the longest summer ever. And I, just so to put some context for everyone, I have been like a social distancing queen. Like, I, I, I sometimes didn't even go to the grocery store. Like I was like, that couldn't be me. Um, 
I like cringe if someone gets too close to me. And it's not that I'm a germaphobe. It's just that when I get sick, it's just not a fun time. Um, I just don't handle pain very well. And if I got sick, obviously, I'd have to take care of myself because, you know, wouldn't want to have to like have anyone else take care of me because then they get sick. So I just don't want to be a burden, first of all, and I yeah. don't want to get sick. And I think that's a very like fine thing. So with that being said, I haven't seen friends. I haven't yeah. been out. I haven't for a long time. I wouldn't even go to like drive throughs or anything. Um, so, I mean, I do now if anyone's concerned about my mental health, I'm a little bit better, but basically <laughs> I spent so much time just alone thinking, figuring stuff out. And, um, I started listening to podcasts and, um, like self growth podcasts and I kind of loved it. I kind of just love the way like these like middle-aged white men were yelling about like yelling at me through their podcast to get my life together and I was like you're right like I am an entrepreneur like I can do this and I mean this is exact is exactly what they're trying to do and I'm just somebody who really listens to what people have to say and then kind of dissect it a little bit and I was down I was like okay I like this and then um with everything with like Black Lives Matter and just everything. I was like, man, I have, I have some shit to say. Like, I really do have some shit to say. Like, anyone who would start a conversation with me about it, like, please be prepared to be there with facts and questions and to be there for at least an hour. And yeah. I was kind of like, wait, I should start a podcast. So I am starting a podcast. Yes, girl. it's going to be called Unapologetically Gen Z. Amazing! I'm very excited for it. It is going to be my September project. Um, I'm working really hard. It'll be interesting. It'll be like, well, Michaela's my literal podcast mentor out here. <laughs> so it'll be on Anchor or whatever, whatever she uses. It'll literally be whatever she uses. Oh yeah. Um. And it'll be cool. Like, I'll just talk about all the all the things. All the things. Yes. And then, I was, so I'm staying home in the fall. Then I'm making a series on my YouTube channel about staying home in the fall. And That's just gonna be so doing cool. all the things that I want to do. And maybe TikTok, but Reels is coming out. Kind of want to hop on Reels. Mm. See if I can make a break. Oh my gosh, is that a cat? Yeah, my cat's right here. <laughs> She wants the cuddles. Michaela has a cat, everyone. Yep. She's on my Luna? chair. No, it's Marnie. You can't really see her on the screen because she's, like, her. on my lap. <laughs> she's very cuddly. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I actually didn't know you had two cats, but <laughs> it's okay. now I do. Do you have more than two? Oh, I wish. I'm not even supposed to have cats, like, at all, I learned in this apartment. I'm not supposed to have cats, but, like, I'm hooking up with the landlord, so. <laughs> yeah, so he'd be really mad if I got a third one. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, so now this all makes sense. <laughs> no, you don't have to get involved. <laughs> yeah, I just have to wait until I move, and then I'll figure out what I really want to do. <laughs> exactly. So that's, like. So what are you, yeah, that's what I'm doing this fall, like YouTube and podcast and Instagram for my podcast and yeah, girl, you know, all the things, Mark, can someone make me famous? I'm girl. so annoying. They're going to be like this girl 
was so annoying. No, not at all. And you can make your own self Just go and do it. You know, pave that own path. Self-made. Crystal Smith, bad bleep. I can see the merch now. I watch too much TikTok and I'm on straight TikTok and people... Mm -hmm. People get so like they're like, oh my gosh, you're on a straight TikTok, and I'm like, it be like that sometimes. They really do. Yeah. Like I'm not apologizing <laughs> for that. Unapologetically judged. There you go. My TikTok right now is straight up Taylor Swift folklore. Like I'll swipe, and it will be the same audio over and over again. It's either the Betty mashup or the whole Lover challenge. I just I can't escape it unpopular opinion yep. but uh i fell asleep to that album not gonna lie okay let me let me contextualize oh i love that word that's that's yeah. merch as well um <laughs> like i wasn't in taylor swift when i was younger growing up like her country days like i literally remember hearing teardrops on my guitar in home depot with my dad hashtag don't shop at home depot shop at lowe's but anyways um <laughs> I just like that's like as much Taylor Swift as I got until my brother, who is 11 years older than me, so he's 30 now. Mm-hmm. When I was start like my freshman year, so between eighth grade and freshman year, Taylor Swift went on her 1989 tour. And when those tickets went on sale, my brother was like, "Do you want to go to Taylor Swift?" And I was like, "No." Do you want to <laughs> go to Taylor Swift? And he was like yeah and I was like oh well then yeah like I want to go to Taylor Swift you want to go to Taylor Swift but like I don't just want to go so then I built up my love and everything and we actually were bad people and we bought like eight tickets and then resold them and then bought floor tickets with the money we made it doesn't work anymore don't try to do it because we tried to do that again and we lost money so don't do that Uh, (laughs) but it was cool at the time we made like we made like 600 bucks each oh that's kind after, of genius. After yeah. rebuying. Yeah, that's, but like, that's also like what scalpers do now. Um, so like, we don't recommend, um, but we learned our lesson because we lost money the next time we tried mm-hmm. to do that. Um, and I just loved the show because 1989 tour was the winner. She had all the guests. Oh it was a little mix for Who was me. Your, okay. I got, I got Sam so Hunt. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Wait, I kind of love that. I have like I have a country streak in me. Um, yeah, so well, that I was like appreciate his, that. He was so young. That was like his peak summer because it was like 2016, and so he had that one single like "Take Your Time." Oh my god, I like almost cried when he came oh. out. <laughs> oh my gosh, I yeah. So I I understand. I would cry too. Um, and then I was like, wait, I have to see her again. Like I love this. This is so interesting. So then, like, Reputation Tour, I went, um, I sat, like, at the the very top, but I had the best time. I did not care where I sat. Um, And then, like, Lover, I just really didn't get into it. I think it has to do, like, where I was in life. Because, like, those albums, I was driving to school. Like, I was listening to music. And then Lover, I was very busy. And then I think I was, I was working a lot. Like, I just wasn't, like, listening to as much music. I think, like, I couldn't name, like, I couldn't name the not singles, to be honest. And I also was just, like, what is this? Like, coming off the <laughs> reputation. Yeah. And then, like, the folklore thing, like, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> well, 
as someone that like has been with Taylor Swift since she was 16, like first single, I was in sixth grade, like from the beginning, she's in this very like cyclical manner where after reputation in 1989, like she kind of is going back to her roots or like how she started. So lover felt very much like fearless. And now folklore is like all of her old stuff. So the people that have been with her since the beginning, like me, like the crazy fans, we love it because we're like, wow, the old Taylor's back. Like we can match this up with the old songs. It's so raw and pure. Whereas the people that came for like reputation and like all that, they don't get it at all because it's no longer like a banger. It's just like her with a little guitar and harmonica. (laughs) Yeah. So I get it. I understand. Yeah. good i thought cardigan was good mm-hmm. i honestly haven't listened to it again so i think um i think i could I, we did i did a zoom listening session with my friend amanda who is like a swifty all the way so yeah. like she's just like you she was like this is like the old stuff yeah. so i get it it's like the old stuff. i just don't know what that means okay what's considered old like i know is like is never grow up is that old i like that song. yeah <laughs> Oh my god, that's such a good song. Yes, you do. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. That's from Fearless, yeah. Oh yeah, Fearless is a great album. I do remember Mm -hmm. being young and, you know, not heartbroken before and watching the White Horse music video and just the pain. Oh my god. Oh, pain. So I get that. (laughs) That one is really emotional. That's funny. There's like the Tim McGraw yeah. song, right? Isn't she like a song called Tim McGraw or something? Yeah, that's like her first, first song. I think that might have been like her first single. Unless Teardrops, Teardrops was, but it's from the same album. When you're so. There used to be a commercial like on oh my Comcast that would play that song over and over and over again. And I wasn't 15, so I like didn't care. But then when I turned 15, hell yes. My my friends made fun of me because I openly admitted that on my first day of high school when I was 15 I like said the song out loud as I opened the doors to the high school on my first day and they were like Michaela you didn't no but yeah I was jamming out to that dude I respect it do you have any birthday um like traditions like mine is to listen to um party like it's not your birthday by all-star weekend like every year. Ooh, if I don't listen to that one, it's not my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any songs that I listen to on my birthday, but for me, it's blowing out the candles. Like if I don't get to blow out candles on my birthday, my next year is cursed. Like I don't get to make a wish. I don't have a good year. Like it's over. <laughs> has, has there been a, a time when you didn't blow out the candles? Yeah. And I felt like ripped off where I was like this doesn't count it's not my birthday I didn't get to make a wish like it doesn't feel special like I need to blow out candles to feel special about it that's tea no that's definitely Mm -hmm. I don't know I just I've embraced my birthday so much I just had the best birthday last in February so (laughs) I missed corona season by a month um and it was just so fun we just didn't do like anything too wild and we just like went and like had a good time and just danced and it was just such a fun night like in the whole day though the whole day was good vibes like do you ever have days where even when everything's going wrong 
you're still just like good vibes like I don't care I was like late to class like my hair I didn't love my hair I was hungry I was um I had just had too much orange juice the night before oops um and I just was like (laughs) what the heck is this I didn't understand anything in math but the entire time I was like but it's my birthday (laughs) yeah yeah totally so I love it did you celebrate like on campus or what did you do this year Oh, uh, yeah. So it was a Friday and my best friend from like my entire life, um, actually, she goes to school in Oregon, but for some reason, she was home. Uh, they had like February break or whatever. And so she actually drove because I live an hour oh. from Berkeley. So she drove to Berkeley just to take me to lunch. And we just hung out and like for like a bit. And then my my roommate had surprised me and like decorated my room um, at midnight. So I'd come back from my, see, the thing is I went into my birthday celebrating like at 11.59 and then I came home and then, um, and then she had it decorated. So that was fun. I got to blow out a candle and that's actually, that vlog's on my YouTube channel. Vlog. <laughs> and then, yeah, we just celebrated on campus that <laughs> night. Like we had pizza and then we went to like frats and we went to this, Jewish frat that I'd never been to but they were the only one throwing and I we just went like it wasn't like a big deal or anything it was just fun like no one cared that it was my birthday but like my group did and it was fun <laughs> really like the Leo I love birthdays oh, <laughs> the Leo in you wasn't like everyone is partying for me it's my birthday tonight is the best because <laughs> that's how I feel sometimes even like as a Gemini well, Okay, let me read. <laughs> okay. Like, I didn't, I wasn't like, because there are girls who literally, like, basically rent out frats for their birthdays. And, like, it is a birthday party for this girl. Um, usually that's girls or, or guys, honestly, too, who just, like, are cool with the frat or either, like, in the frat if it's a dude. Um, but, like, it was nothing pre-planned. Okay. And it was, like, at Berkeley, you have to get, basically you have to get like tickets to frat parties they're called bids I don't know if like that's a normal thing but you have to get bracelets and so that particular night um only two houses were thrown so we were like oh no like this is not going to be good um and like a lot of our group of the guys too which if anyone knows like how that works like girls get into parties guys don't mm-hmm. or whatever um free life <laughs> of system but we're trying to fix it from the inside anyways so um somehow we like got in and was like it's my birthday and he was like I don't care <laughs> and then my friend um was like was like no it's okay like um like she's like let me talk to so-and-so like she she had yeah. to plug and so then we all got in and it was just really fun and and it was everyone was there because they were the only ones throwing but like usually they weren't like the house to like fight your way into but that particular night like everyone was there like my friend who was pledging he was like this is the most filled this house has ever been on a Friday night and I was like I know it's yeah. birthday night <laughs> yes. oh my gosh, it's and he was like Crystal like okay <laughs> okay and I was like good mood it's my birthday that was the first year that I just wanted everybody to have a mm-hmm. good day on my birthday not that I have a bad day on my birthday but I was just so content with everyone just having a lit day that like that was enough for me I don't know maybe I'm maturing maybe I'm in college (laughs) maybe no that sounds great I love it I don't know um I realized that 
I also forgot to mention during like all the talks of like your peak and your fame, girl, you're a Netflix star. You are like thriving. <laughs> oh my god! I go. If you okay, in case I don't know where is this. <laughs> if you're listening and you don't know, Crystal has been on the number one show in America. Thirteen Reasons Why. <laughs> She's. Uh, I'm just gonna let you go with this hype. I'm not even. Yeah, saying you have nothing to like deny about this it's true she's in the finale out of all episodes to be in they saved the best for last they really did yes um i actually yeah so i graduated high school three <laughs> times um i got through it once with my oh my gosh class of 2020 is actually just gonna like do like defame me on Instagram. No. um no but yeah so i got to just I, I got to graduate, like, my high school, and then I graduated from community college. <laughs> I graduated from 13 Reasons Why, Liberty yes, High School. Yes, <laughs> um, It was the only time I ever actually got to throw my cap. Amazing. Too. I never got to throw my cap in high school. Lame. Oh, how come? Did they yeah. just not let you? Did you throw your cap? Yeah. They were like, we're not doing that. And then, like, it's over. And then everyone just, like, leaves. Oh, anticlimactic. <laughs> and it's, yeah. And it's like completely. It's like so. Like they're like, okay, now you can move your castle. Well, I'm glad that you got the experience. Oh, I did. I did give a grad speech at my graduation. Ooh. So like, I feel like I got a little something. something. So, I, so for my community college grad, I got to decorate my cap for the 13 reasons why for Liberty High. I got to throw <laughs> it, and then for my grad, I got to give a speech. So yes, I am oh. flexing. I am sorry. As you should. I'm not sorry. That's amazing. Um, yeah, on like a more serious note, I'd love to hear about your experience. I know in California where you're from, it's like pretty normal to be an extra, but to the Midwest girls like me who's just like oh. living in a plain farmhouse area, like fill us dead. in because it sounds amazing. So what was your experience like being an extra on 13 Reasons Why? <laughs> okay, so it's Okay, so I'm from Northern California. Everyone's going to be like, oh my gosh, this girl's from Hollywood. <laughs> it's so normal. No. Um, but they have started to film a lot more stuff in the Bay Area. I will say, um, what's it called? What's that one movie? I will answer your question. But Matrix 2 was in the oh. process of getting shot in San Francisco. Wow. And that's actually a secret. And somebody's going to come for me. Um, <laughs> but it was under like an alias for how to sign up and so I was like what is this like damn like it's for I'm just not gonna say but they're like I was like what is this damn like popsicle project and uh someone was like you don't know and I was like no and they're like it's the matrix like Mm -hmm. you should sign up it's like really competitive and I was like okay but then of course like the day I signed up was literally corona so (laughs) not that um but it's just like this free website it's called like my casting profile and um yeah, so they filmed the show, like, in the next city from me. Um, they filmed, like, the coffee shop, I, Monet's, I think, um, over there. And you can drive by, and it looks awesome. But the high school is actually a good two-and-a-half-hour drive that um, I had to do at, I had to do at like, four wow. in the morning. Um, I had to be there by, be there by 6.30 or 7, something like that. Um and yeah, I just signed up. I submitted a picture and they were like, okay, we need you for a graduation scene. And I was like, yes. And you do get paid. 
Um, I think the base pay for the day is like 160 and then past that is overtime and there's usually overtime. So it was like around 200 bucks. Oh and I like, I would do That's that. Amazing. I literally yeah, would have gone and stood in the heat and like, you yeah. know, sat behind Winston for free. Like I literally yeah. would do that for free. I didn't even so, realize you got paid. That's so cool. I, oh yeah. So you do get paid and they like it if you're not with a union. So there's this like casting union. I forget what it's called, but like they basically, if you were part of the union, you had a different, like everything was different for you pretty much. I mean, you did the same things, but they'd be like, okay, like union members over here, like non-union members over there type of thing. And those are usually people who like really are extras. And you can tell like, guys, when you are an extra for a show or really anything, like you can tell who wants to be a star <laughs> one day and who wants to be like, it's fun. I was like, I look like a clueless puppy, which I tend to normally do because when you don't look like a threat, life is easier for you. So I just was like, oh, I don't really know what's going on. So I like looked at this girl and I was like, hey, like, could you help me fill out this form? You had to fill out a form like when you got there. And she was like, yeah, like, have you done this before? I was like, no, like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just my first time. And she basically took me under her wing. Um, she is a star now. She goes to Chapman. She unfollowed me on Instagram. Yeah. But it's fine because I really suck at like keeping up with people. So that's, that's fine. But um, she was really nice to me and she introduced me to all her friends because she had, um, she'd done previous seasons before. So of course the episode I film is the last <laughs> episode of the last season. Like, ever um they didn't film it in that order but I just never really had the time to do another episode um and everyone was so nice everyone was way older than a high school graduate's age Mm. for the most part like everyone I'd met was like 22 to like 30 this one guy he was telling me about glasses and I was like wow you're so smart and he's like well I have a bachelor's from UC Davis and I'm studying my master's and I was like dude, how old are you? <laughs> he was like, oh, I'm like 26. And I was, I was like, bro, what? Um, he was like, how old are you? I was like, I'm 18. Um, <laughs> and it was cool. I mean, you're not allowed to talk to the cast. And it's it was really hot. And we had to stay in that outfit. And I had to, like, you know, stay in my makeup. And it was long. I didn't leave until 9 p.m. Wow. to do another two-and-a-half-hour drive back. Um but you do get a lot of downtime. It's not like you're working. I yeah. like, sat in I sat in chairs and then I sat inside a gym to like wait before they needed us again. I it was cool getting to hear. Um, yeah, I blinked on a name, but you know the girl Jessica the, Davis. Uh, uh, her, Jessica Davis. Yeah. Yep, I got to hear her speech over mm. and over and over again, yeah. and it was really good the first. um no it's a really good speech and it's fun to rewatch it because you get to see it really come together I will say Dylan Minute like Clay Mm -hmm. that man I really feel like it must he's so talented because I you watch him like be in character and then if someone says something to him like you can kind of see like maybe like parts that aren't as Clay like Uh and and that last season was a really hard oh season. Like, by that last episode, he was just wrecked a mess. Yeah. And I was like, that is such talent. He he actually had trouble with his lines. 
um, at first, and, like, he was clearly getting frustrated. It was really hot, and it was weird. Um, and Monty was there. I was so confused by that. Um, that is confusing. I was just like, what is going on? Then at the time, season three wasn't out. So I was, I didn't know what, but the trailers were out. So it was like, who killed Bryce Walker? So everyone knew that. But like, I didn't know. I was like, okay, Monty's there. And then in the speech, Clay goes like, oh, there should be like three or four of us are missing. So I was like, wait, I was like trying to like do the math. I was like trying to uncover the entire season. I was like, I'm so confused. And then like homeboy Justin, does he make an, an appearance? He does. He does make an appearance in the scene. So he was there. But like I didn't know that he wasn't yeah. there. Oh, Sorry if you are, haven't seen the show. Oh. <laughs> yeah, fine, spoiler but... alert. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it was really fun and it was cool. Like I don't like what else would you like to know? Yeah. Oh oh oh. And you're not allowed to talk to them. But if they talk to you, you can talk to them. Wow. Winston, he's either really sarcastic and mean. Or really sarcastic and funny, and we just don't have the same sense of humor. But he was like bashing on people who go to college, and I like took offense to that because I was like, "What did he say?" Well, I go to college. <laughs> he was just like, "Oh, like college? What's that? Like, why would I go to college?" Um, and like he was like, "So how many of you guys?" He was like, "Berkeley? What's Berkeley?" Mm-hmm. And like so many kids like around him were like, "Like go Bears." And so he was like, "Wait, how many of you guys go to this?" Berkeley so I think he was kidding now that I think the way back on this and like so many people raised their hands and I was like and then I raised my hand and someone was like you do and I guess like you know they all knew each other pretty much and I said uh well I'm gonna be a freshman and they all go baby bear and I'm like oh, okay. oh baby bear. but it was fun because like, I love being a baby so I was I was like, that's so cute it was that's really cool would you be an extra again for a show I would be an extra again for a show that I liked and watched, but I wouldn't do it just to do it, I feel like. Um, the entertainment industry does interest me, and I've always, like, wanted to be, like, in movies and, like, on the big screen. Um, but I wouldn't do it unless I, like, really cared for it, just because it does take up a lot of time, and it probably, like, you will have to go out of your way. But, like, if I was... Like, say I took a summer and just, like, did nothing and, like, just lived my best life. Then, like, sure. Mm-hmm. If I, like, the opportunity came about. That's pretty much what my last summer was. Like, it was the summer before college. I was, like, I'm going to do this. I went to see Sean Mendes. I met Sean Mendes. Like, it was just a really random summer for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad it happened that summer. But there were other times where I was, like, oh, I cannot do that. Bye. <laughs> so, I would do it again if the was right. Nice. And you should come do it. If yeah. there's a show. You should, like, submit yourself, and then, like, you get, like, a week's notice or two, and then you should just, like, show up. Oh, my God. I would love to. Do it. That's totally something that isn't on my bucket list, but I should add because I'd want I'd want it to be, to, like, check it off, if that makes sense. But, yeah. Do it. I should. Do it, Queen. Oh, my gosh. We can do this show together. That oh, would be awesome. So I, I kind of have like a similar interest as you do for the big screen. And like, there is that curiosity, but I think that's why I like YouTube so much. Cause there's so much more control with what I'm putting out and how I come across. So I, I totally get it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, do you have, well, you probably don't, but I have this list of boys that I would be okay with marrying if no one else like 
if nothing else like sparked anything like I have this I have, there are two boys that I like I love them but I just did, wouldn't want us to not work out basically yeah. and one of them is he like wants to make movies like that's his end game and he's done a lot of cool stuff um I don't want to reveal too much because like he's very easy to find because he's done like a lot of cool stuff um but he know he he knows the vibe like we were talking last night um but I was I'm always like insert boy name um mm-hmm. like when you become famous like you have to put me in a movie like you have to make me famous like you have to because I believed in you since you were literally 13 yeah. <laughs> like you have to and so I believe in him a lot and I do think he'll make it one day so even if I'm 35 and he's married and we're just friends and our kids are friends um Mm -hmm. I think I will be on the big screen (laughs) I believe it unless he like flops and yikes I mean I guess I could work for it myself but like why when you could just leech (laughs) true well guys I'm kidding kidding. (laughs) no I still totally believe I'll see you on the big screen someday You've got the, like, the personality for it, and that's a compliment. Thank you. I would just like to dedicate this Emmy to Michaela. Yes. Just thank you so much. <laughs> oh my, do you watch Euphoria? No, but I have to start. I want to so bad. Mostly for Zendaya and also YouTubers, yeah? Uh, YouTubers? Wait, like, are YouTubers Wait, in it? Lucas Cage. I think that's the one that's in it. Is that his name? Wait, He's why does that name sound so familiar? Because you probably saw it in credits for Euphoria, like, constantly. Um, I think that's the guy. Wait, maybe his last name is something else. He's friends with Claudia Saluski, and I love her. Yeah. Oh, Lucas Gage. Hang on. L-U- oh, wait. I was close. I'm like, his name is not freaking... Yeah, he's in Euphoria. Is he in it? Oh my gosh, What? What? Oh, oh, and he was in Tagged. I watched Tagged. I love um, Tagged. Yeah, so, I that was really intense. I was like, yeah. okay, look at these. Okay, I feel like it's really hard to go from like being a YouTuber to being an actor. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kian, Kian almost did it. And With he what? Ruined it for himself when he was literally a child. He was supposed to be in Before I Fall. Oh no, 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 no. He was supposed to be in The Hate You Give. He oh. was supposed to be in the hate you give, and then a video of him when he was like 13 or 14 saying the n-word mm-hmm. got leaked, and so they pulled him from the movie. And as a black person, I do think that Key and Lolly would have delivered way better than KJ Appa, but whatever. Um, Kean has truly like showed his character as like, isn't he like 25 now? I think um, so. But I do understand like why for that particular movie. Like, they would have to pull in. Because it is, like, a black, like, narrative movie. And, like, that's probably not the best, like, thing to get leaked right before, like, you're supposed to be in it. So, I get it. But, like, I think it would have been really cool to see him make that jump from, like, YouTuber, YouTuber, like, O2L Mm -hmm. to, like, big, big screen, like, New York Times bestseller, book to movie type of thing. But it's fine. KJ Apple did it. And he was... (laughs) terrible but yeah no it's really tough like lily singh tried to do it too and i think she was an extra in bad moms or like bad moms 2 and then she got her night show 
which has really mm. bad reviews. Like I saw some drama mm. videos about it. I don't know. Really, if I've never seen it. Yeah, apparently it's like not good, which sucks because no, I've never she's seen. like the first woman to have a night show and she's a bisexual woman of color that came from YouTube and is taking over this like yeah. night show community of white men. So she had like such a great opportunity. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just, I guess the reviews are horrible and it's just not really going well, unfortunately. Aw, wait, that's so lame. I would like watch it and give it good reviews just to give it good reviews. Everybody should go do that. We should <laughs> all go do that. Um, what was I gonna, yeah, I don't know. I can't, I'm really trying to think of someone who's really made the jump. I have, like, the, another jump that I thought was kind of hard to make at first was the, like, influencer to celebrity jump, but it's, like, the lines have really blurred yeah. in the last few years, um, and that's cool, like, count me in, count me in, or, like, the modeling thing. I do think that it is hard to be, like, a YouTuber to, like, singer. Like, I mm-hmm. think Lauren Gray is, like, trying to do that. And, like, mm-hmm. I'll always see her as a muser. Like, I'm sorry. But yeah, really I think the Dance Moms girls have done oh, well. Oh, for sure. But they came from, like, television to celebrities because they had Dance Moms to kind of, like, back them up. But. Yeah. 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 That's true. Basically, I just want to be famous if no one has noticed. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are so many different ways to get there that I think we've kind of like showed a little bit in this episode. So I believe mm-hmm. in you, girl, whether it's your podcast or your friend and his film career, like you've got this. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, this was not like a, we talked about love for like two seconds and then we're like, I know. <laughs> life, which I love. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. Well, getting a little bit back on topic, um, do you have any advice? Because I typically tend to ask my guests towards the end of the episode if they have any advice for someone going through heartbreak or what helped you the most when you went through heartbreak? Yeah. Okay. I think you just, and this is very, very typical, but I'm going to tell it to you until you practice it. Um, you gotta go through it. Like, there were too, there was too much for me. Like, I'm fine. Like, I saw that coming. That, like, it wasn't working anyway type of, like, thing. And then it would, like, hit in the middle of nowhere. Or it was like, I'm gonna wear makeup today so I don't cry. And then it would be me pulling off my lashes and, like, having to just take it all off in the middle <laughs> of the day, like, in the bathroom. And it was just, like, just so much of me, like, and I'm talking, like, same day, same week oh, this man broke up with me three days before my birthday. So I was really trying to pull it together. Um, And Mm. it's just like, you don't need to do that. And I was so annoyed that people would be like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine. Like, I'm great. Like, I'm like a weight has been lifted off of my shoulders um, type of thing. And yeah, like, I think you can definitely acknowledge that maybe the relationship wasn't for you and it like wasn't supposed to work out. But that doesn't mean you can't be sad about it. And like, if you, I think you'll spend more energy fighting it and it'll destroy you more from you fighting it than if you just, just be sad and just, you know, cry and just tell your best friend and your mom and just like take a second to be sad. And honestly, it does take time. Like you get better, but you gotta go through it and the longer you fight it the longer it's gonna take 
Um, it's like ripping off a Band-Aid, kind of, except it's a really, really, really big Band-Aid. Um, and like, <laughs> it's like a Band-Aid that you rip off and then it like rips part of your skin off and you still bleed it. Okay, yeah, it's, yeah. it's rough. But so it's, true. it's just one of those things, dude. And you'll be fine. And if you're not fine, like there were times where I was like, I'm going to die. Like, I'm going to die. This is so yeah. hard. Um and that's what you just need to, like, tell people. And, like, if your friends are, like, oh, my gosh, you're not over him yet, go find a friend that's been through heartbreak. And if they, if you can't find one, then, like, hit yes. me up at I'm Crystal Smith because, girl, like, you're not going to yes, die girl. and I'm not going to let you die. Like, you're fine. Like, you'll be okay. So mm-hmm. that is my advice, just to go through it, not around it. Bye. Yeah. Go through it, not around it. Wow. That was like the realest, most honest advice personally that I've ever received. <laughs> I loved really? it. Really? Aw. It was so good. It wasn't like corny, cliche, cheesy, or like trying was to be like, not? it's okay. It's like, <laughs> was it not what? I thought, I, thought, I thought that was like, I thought I was being really cliche, but thank you. Tell me again. <laughs> Girl, no, it was great. You were like, so honest I felt like that gif of that little girl with the grandma where the grandma's like trying to tell her not to cry and she's like sobbing but nodding her head being like okay <laughs> like me trying to get through life <laughs> I love it well thank you if you want more of that subscribe to I'm Crystal Smith and check out the unapologetically Gen Z podcast I'm literally gonna die heck yes I was about to <laughs> I was literally just about to ask you if you wanted to plug any socials so that listeners could find you so yeah keep a lookout for unapologetically gen z with crystal smith and i'm crystal smith on instagram youtube tiktok i don't know what else you got girl oh my gosh yes can i be guys tiktok hit me on there please yes it's a good time if you need knives i'm not gonna explain that oh (laughs) nope not explaining that Mm-mm. You need <laughs> knives. That's so funny. <laughs> Do you think TikTok's going to stay? I did. And now I'm concerned because Noah Beck was like, oh, follow me on Triller. And I was like, wait, no, don't do that. No, do not do that. Mm. But also, like, those, like, types of boys. Like, Bryce Hall has been on so many different apps um, before TikTok. I've, I've, like, been following Bryce Hall since my first VidCon at, like, 13 or or oh god I don't even know how old I was so I think just like stick to what you like and it'll work out for you and even if you hop on a trend late it'll be fine like I'm gonna try to get on reels so like that's me like reels is launching in like the next two weeks and like I saw that um do you follow Margot Lee or do you watch her videos at all or do you even know who that is her name sounds so familiar I feel like I've She's- seen yeah she's like a college youtuber well she just graduated and she's like blonde she does the whole new york thing um and she was like i was just watching one of her videos and she was like yeah like i'm gonna i'm on the beta for reels and i was kind of like well if Margot's on it like i do think that instagram is moving money to get people to get on it um so hmm. i do think tiktok's here to stay because it's amazing and i really haven't gotten to the point where I'm concerned about my data yet, even though I'm, you guys, you do, I hope everyone understands that your For You page is that curated because they know everything about you. Um, 
but that's fine because I literally put my life on the internet. So that's fine for me. (laughs) So I hope it doesn't go away. I mean, people were like, YouTube's going to go away. No, it's not. Facebook's going to go away. Facebook is not dead, guys. Like, some, as somebody who's in college, Facebook isn't dead. It's just old. <laughs> True. Yeah. Tumblr's not dead either. Right? It's not dead either. Like, they're just, they're not dead. They're just old. So Yeah, and they're different. Yeah. Like, now Tumblr's just owned by Yahoo. All the porn is gone. It's G-rated. Like, tell me you're not too young to understand the good old days of Tumblr. <laughs> Uh, Tumblr. I wanted to be a, like, people wouldn't even know what a Tumblr girl is. Like, that song by Jeezy, he has a song called Tumblr Girls. People are gonna be like, what? It's that. They're gonna, like, like the cup. I was such a try-hard Tumblr girl. Actually, not gonna, I mean, I'm a flex. I think I made it in high school. I had a viral vlog. I was it. I did it. (laughs) And then it died. It's okay. It's fine. Now yeah. it's what, and then it was Visco Girl. That's over. Thank God. I was never like, I didn't get oh that. God. I never posted on my Visco, so I just didn't get that. Um, well, what is it now? A Visco Girl like made no sense because you'd be a Visco Girl, but you'd like post on Instagram. Like it didn't really have anything to do with the app. It was weird. It literally didn't. You like, I think it was like if you use like the C one filter, which I still do. Oh. Yeah, that's Wait, a good one. What is it now? <laughs> Is it like a, like a, I don't know. Now it's like that emoji where it's like you're either a bro girl or a soft girl. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's like fan song. Like people are trying to figure out their aesthetic and then Mm -hmm. there's me where I'm just like, well, I know who I like to be, but I dress in jeans and tank tops every day. So, no. Wait, I need to follow you on TikTok. I don't know. Wait, do you have a TikTok? Like, do you oh like God. do you TikTok? Yes, I do. I okay. I kind of hit my peak during the Bachelor season because I realized Bachelor TikToks do really well. And then Bachelor seasons like ended, and we went to quarantine. So my content in TikTok is wait, really is it not off, still but... on? They're not doing the it's, like. They're doing the best like, seasons thing song. Yeah. They're doing recaps, but Peter's season is like what brought me fame on TikTok, and those videos did the best. Ooh, so now I'm just trying to figure you. out like which ones do better. Yeah, you need to update so your. Really you like, need to update your bio. It says 35k. Oh, you're right. She's famous now. <laughs> Can I come to Minnesota and like le- leech off of your YouTube fame? Oh my god, yes, please. Come leech off of me. Oh, I can't wait. I'm gonna, like, live my best life when I move out of this house. Love you, Mom! <laughs> well, thank you so this much for being good. on this podcast. Yeah. I know, I love long episodes, though. I think an hour and a half is, like, the perfect amount for a podcast episode, personally. But, yeah. yeah. You're welcome. Well, yeah, thank you so I, much for being here. I will good me too um definitely check out all the links in the description of this episode to find out where you can follow crystal smith and check up with her and be on the lookout for her podcast in september unapologetically gen z it's going to be epic it's going to be great cannot wait your girl your girl is going to guest star on it it's going to (laughs) happen yeah yes 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 well thank you so much for listening 
yeah thanks for being here girl and i'll see everyone next week bye if you want to get involved have feedback or perhaps your own story you'd like to share please email me at breaking up with at gmail.com or you can reach out to any of my social media and send me a dm i'm always looking for future guests so if you want to save your story for an episode to guest star on be sure to mention that in your message as well. Don't forget to leave five stars, subscribe, and have a nice day.